What's up, everyone? This is Wrestling MMA, hosted by yours truly, Hydro here. Yeah. And what the hell? Yeah. With Justin M. Going to say yeet again? Yeah, I'm here. Yeet. He's got too many. He's got some kind of voice. His like a voice changer over there, and he's like trying it out. Yeah, I got a new voice thing. So if the audio sounds different than it usually does, no, no audio thing. So I'm just my voice up and down, or adjust everything, make everything sound better. Plus, I got a sound pad. I like to sit here and press. Where everybody's booing everything. I can boo. I can cheer. I can. I can applause. I can say ye. I can. I can bleep hotter. That's good. And they're right hotter. I can bleep you when you say something you shouldn't say. Yeah, you can. Are you going to? No. <laughs> okay. Man, F them kids, you know? <laughs> them kids can go fuck themselves. A little late. A little late, that. A lot late, actually. A lot late for that. We got some news. A lot of wrestling news. A lot of wrestling news. Uh, we'll start with QT Marshall. Has resigned from his position in AEW. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't really doing. I mean, he wasn't really doing too much. Well, the, well, the reason he said he left, I'll pull it up real quick. Was let's see if I can find it real quick again. No, I posted it the other day. But, oh yeah, here it is. He wanted to wrestle. Tony Khan said no. He was a backstage help. That's all he was going to be for them. Well, QT said I'm gone then. Yeah. I, mean, I don't blame him. Well, I mean, he was really getting over in uh, AAA. I mean, like, they were really putting him over in AAA. And, yeah. Um, Conan, you know, said on his show that they really like him. I mean, yeah, and it's just like, I don't blame him. I really don't. Like, if I'm backstage and helping you and your company with stuff backstage and I want to wrestle, and you tell me pretty much no, that I can't wrestle to, to pretty much screw myself on wrestling, it wasn't happening, I'm gone too. I'm resigning. Wouldn't you be? Right. Like, what would you what, what would you do if it was if you're Kitty Marshall? Like, I you said y'all want to wrestle, and then they won't let you. I mean, I think I'd quit too. You know, I'd be done with it. Yeah, a lot of people are saying the reason he like Cody Rhodes is another reason he left. Right. Well, I mean, after Cody Rhodes left me, he wasn't really doing too much anyways after that anyways. Yeah, well, Cody Rhodes took off and went to WWE. 
Cody Rhodes was the one that was pushing, pretty much pushing for him to do stuff. I mean, I mean, I think he's like, I think I heard that he was like 38. Yeah, he's 38. So, I mean, let him, if he wants to wrestle, let him wrestle. Yeah, I mean. That's the way I feel about it, you know? It's like. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to wrestle and tells you he wants to wrestle, just let him wrestle, you know? Exactly. Like, it's, it's not that hard. You know, it's, I mean, it's not that difficult to let someone wrestle. Just book him for a match or two, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can still work in the back. I mean, Brian Danielson does. I'm surprised he's even able to wrestle. So. Well, we'll see how the night goes because, I mean, you know. Yeah, we'll see how the night goes. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a lot on him to wrestle. I mean, it's, it's whatever, though. Um, we'll go on to the next thing. Um, Rick Flair's been in the news the past few days. Of course he has, hasn't he? Yeah, of course he has. But the reason he's been in the news, I don't know if you read what I posted up the other day. But, so on Wednesday, after Wednesday night on Dynamite, they recorded Rampage for, for last night. And Ric Flair had a promo. In the promo, he said, let's party like it's the old days. I can't tell you the hotel, but ages 18 to 28, leave the boyfriends and husbands behind. Come party with me and the Stinger. Flair received backlash on social media for his comments, as fans think it's inappropriate for Flair, who will be 75 in February, to hit on 18-year-old girls. Yeah, I mean... Nature Boy issued the following statement. I am so tired of hearing all this negativity. I don't need to work. I don't need the money. Can't I simply... Enjoy being my, by my dear friend Sting's side for the next few months and wrestle him without so much hatred. I know I'm old, but that doesn't mean I can't enjoy my life. I have earned the right to do whatever I want and exactly and I'm exactly where I want to be. I appreciate everything Tony Khan has done, but I'm more than willing to walk away if I'm embarrassing you and your company. All I can say is I'm sorry. I should be able to do whatever I want with my life. Well, that is true. Yeah, but a 75-year-old hitting 18-year-old girls? That's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, it is a little bit weird. I don't sit on television, at least. <laughs> With AEW's, like, recent escapades and what they've done on TV, don't do that. You know, they're dealing with the the, the Jew joke. They're dealing with the backlash. I don't think they're even dealing with the Jew joke anymore. They still are. Still talking, talking about on CNN. And I haven't heard nothing else about that since 
CNN talked about it a little bit past few past few days about companies making anti making these Jewish jokes and anti-Semitic jokes they shouldn't be making. You know, I I I kind of that was that was bad timing. I mean, I it was approved, but that was bad timing on that one. Then then the whole hangman pays drinking swerved blood. Well, you know, and if we and if we go back to that, I mean. I could probably not really go into that. I mean, yeah, I I don't want to go into it. I'm just saying that they're already facing backlash for things they've already done in the past. And now they're facing backlash for this. Which we all knew was going to happen. We all knew something was going to happen with Flair. To cause him to be like, hey, I don't want to be here anymore. Well, after, I'd say, you know, after Sting leaves... I think Flair will probably end up leaving, too. It's a multi-year deal for Flair, though. I know, but I don't see him sticking around, though. I don't either. And why Why? The, why are they wrestling each other at, in January? I don't know if they are. Flair said they were. <sighs> I don't know. I... I think it was a bad idea bringing him in. I really do. I think it was a really bad idea bringing him in. What do you think? I mean, honestly, do too. It's just, uh, it's whatever. We had a pay-per-view over the weekend, though. We had War Games. Yep. Our first match was the Women's War Games match. Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch taking on damage control with Dakota Kai in the corner. Uh, Bianca, Charlotte, Shotzi, and Becky won. Match was 33 minutes and 35 seconds long. It wasn't really a bad match. No, a lot of people love the the EO Sky trash can spot. Put trash can on herself and jumped off of the top of the cage. Yeah. Did you like the match? I mean, I thought it was okay. What would you give a star rating out of five? The rest of MMA, the rest of MMA rankings. I'm not sure about that. The match rating. I leave the star rating. rating. I leave the star ratings to Dave Meltzer on that. Yeah, but he gives them. He gives some matches. He gives too far on. He gives like eight point five or seven point two fives. Like oh, this God. is five star ratings. We stay in the spectrum of five stars. I give it. I give it four trash cans out of five. <laughs> What about you? How many trash cans did you give it out of five? I give it four. Three and a half, four. Out of five. It wasn't that bad of a match. It was better than last year's Women's War Games match. Yeah, I mean... Then we have Gunther taking on The Miz. Gunther defeated The Miz by submission, even though The Miz tried his best to win. He did try his best. He did. He kicked him in the knees and kicked him between the legs behind the referee's back. 
and that didn't work. But it's going to be going after him again, so we'll be fine. Uh, Gunther retained against The Miz. Of course he did. I'll give that a three-star match. Yeah. It wasn't as good as a Women's War Games match. Santos Escobar defeated Dragon Lee by pinfall in 7 minutes and 40 seconds. I give it one star. The match sucked. You didn't get yeah, to watch it, so. I thought that match would have been a little bit better, like, depending on who you were. Yeah, it wasn't good. No. Well, I mean, I... I think whenever I look back on it, I think it was like, I thought it'd be a little bit better. Yeah. Um, Rhea, Rhea Ripley defeated Zoe Stark by pinfall in 9 minutes and 15 seconds. She retained. Because, of course, she did, because she's mommy. Yeah, mommy. I was kind of getting behind Zoe Stark, though, because she did really good. She impressed a lot of people. She impressed me in that match. Uh, Team Cody, which is Cody Rhodes, Seth freaking Rollins, Jay Yeet Uso, Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton defeated the Judgment Day and Ginger McIntyre and R Truth. Hey, wait a minute, I thought R Truth was part of the. Uh... He is Team Team Judgment Day. I thought it was Team Judgment Day. Wait a minute. Yeah, he was. It was Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre and R-Truth lost to Cody Rhodes and them. Even though R-Truth uh, wasn't really there. R-Truth, re R-Truth returned at Survivor Series. The best turn out of the three was R-Truth. Yeah, technically. I seen... we seen a meme that, like, kids want... The kids... Boys wanted CM Punk to return. Men wanted men wanted, men wanted Randy Orton to return, and legends, legends wanted our truth. Wanted our truth. So I'm a legend. I wanted our truth. I wanted our truth too. But um, Orton didn't show up until the very like almost very end of the match. Yeah, he stopped. Uh, he stopped Damian touching in. Yeah. And then killed J J JD McDonut. Hi, I'm JD McDonough. Welcome to Jackass. Yeah, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Um, he climbed to the cage, top of cage for one. He tried to get out because everybody's getting I'm killed. Gone. I'm gone. And then he got thrown off the cage until RKO. Then was wearing a neck brace Monday night. Got RKO'd again. And then put on Twitter, neck strong. Hashtag neck strong. Hashtag neck strong. The real neck strong. Not really real neck strong. Then someone made a meme out of it and put Jay McDonough's face with a neck brace on the Spider-Man and put Roger Strong's face on Spider-Man and they're doing the... Need to have somebody else on there, too. Someone else in neck brace. Who, who else we got? I don't know. I don't know either. We gotta find somebody with a neck brace. But after the match went off, you thought the show was over. 
Well, I think a lot of people did because I've seen like I've seen a lot of videos where a lot of people thought that. Yeah, like reactions to everything. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna have some no no punk. We got this. Oh, I knew it was gonna happen." Which that I mean, they did that on purpose. Yeah, my call said, "Good night, folks," and stuff like that. And then, look in my eyes, like Mussolini, like Mussolini. And then Punk came out and waved to Orton. Orton waved back. Seth Rollins, not so much. Uh, Seth Rollins, that's viewed with Seth. Seth Rollins was yelling and fussing and cussing and flipping off Punk. And Michael Cole and Corey Graves had to calm him down. Corey Graves told Seth Rollins that it wasn't worth it. Then, in the background, you just have Orton and Jey Uso dab dabbing each other up and hugging each other and talking to each other. And then Rhea Ripley doing this. Like the clobber time thing. Did you see, see what she did? She was doing this. Yeah, and then she flipped, she was like, she flipped, she flipped everything off. Yeah. I don't think she cares if CM Punk came back. But a lot of people think, a lot of people are saying CM Punk's return at Survivor Series overshadowed Orton's. I kind of think it did. I think it did too. And then Ryback, all the stuff of Ryback onto it. Oh, uh, I, I, I meant if he returned to AEW, I'd retire. Now it's, oh, I, I'd be getting a lot of pop than that in my home when I return to wrestling. I don't have to be my hometown for it. I'm like, yeah, you do. No one cares about Ryback. Do you care no, about not Ryback? really. Wrestling MMAers, do you care about Ryback? No, I, my eyes have it. I said the eyes have it. Nobody. Yeah, I mean, I mean, with that being said, the CM Punk stuff returning. <laughs> stuff about CM Punk's return. Um, so the WWE conversations as PW Insider reported late last night began less than a week ago with Punk. Until that point, Impact Wrestling had made a major money offer to Punk. Which we were we are told he, he was mulling over and speaking to Impact sources after Punk's return. We're we're told that Punk was amazing in his dealings with top impact executives, Clint Scott Demore. We're hoping he'd be part of unveiling the return of MTNA. May work there full time. But they realized the reality of the situation once WWE got involved. They tried, they pulled out. As oh, WWE got involved, never mind. We hate trying that. Yeah. I don't blame him. Well, I also want to go into... Well, we're going to talk about CM Punk a little bit. I mean, we also found out who also was on that board that got... The firing squad. The firing squad. And no, we're not talking about the Bullet Club firing squad. We're talking about the AEW firing squad. 
Brian Danielson. Yeah, which he's got a new. Apparently, he's got a new nickname on the AEW roster page. Does he really? Hold on a minute. Let me see if I can pull it up again. I I know that as I seen it on there. I don't think it is, but I, I thought it was kind of funny. American Dragon Brian Danielson Blackpool Combat Club. So now it, it wasn't real. I know it wasn't real, but I thought it was kind of funny though. Let's see if I can find it again, because like I thought it was. Uh... So yeah, it's. Um... The American Snitch, Two-Faced Trader Brian, Brian, Blackpool Combat Club, singles record 13-2, tag team 2-1. I don't think he should have been leading the firing squad. Well, I mean, he actually went on to say that it's not just him on there. Yes, he did, like, I think, I mean, he did have, he did say that he had something to do with it, but, but, I mean, he likes CM Punk. Let me see if I can find it, what he said. So then, like, why lead the firing squad? Like, why lead... The thing that was going to be getting rid of Punk if you liked him that much. That's true. Let me see if I can find it on here. While he's trying to find that, everybody, make sure you go look up Acebound Media Public the group. I created a new one. Um, we're going to be announcing some big things on there. or announce something about a new show. Sort of new show. It's, well, it is a new show, but it's something that I'm going to start working on. And it's going to be like Reddit reviews and talking about Reddit stuff, things on Reddit and different stuff like that. And like discussing like, topics and Reddit posts and stuff you guys want us to talk about. Just, like, post questions or what you want us to talk about on the page. And we'll get to you. We'll read your things. If you have stories, tell. And we'll go over that. It's going to be yours truly as a host. Possibly this one right here. Hydro. Our friend Justin. A couple other people, possibly. Just to pop up and be like, hey, I'm going to tell... Tell a story. Yeah, I mean, I can't find the article now because, like, I'm not sure exactly where it went to. But um, I'm pretty sure that, I mean, he was, it was pretty much like the committee has lawyers on there and stuff like that. And it has yeah. some wrestlers on there. But, but like, I mean, he's not the only wrestler on there. So, he's the only probably well-known one, though. Yeah. 
I found it. Yeah, go ahead. He said, yeah, I'm a part of the disciplinary committee, and clearly what, hap what happened has happened. I'm somebody who I like, I'm somebody who I like punk. I like CM Punk. I think he brought a lot to AEW while he was here. But, you know, there's not a lot I can, but, you know, I, there's not a lot I can say about it or that I really want to say about it, but, yeah, I am part of it. It's really funny because you know how the internet is. It's like some people would say I was the head of the disciplinary committee. I'm like, listen, there was more than three people involved in this decision, but most of them were like all, were all lawyers. To say that I was the head, I don't even have a college degree. Ha ha ha! I'm not in the I'm not in the boss people around or anything like that. But yeah, I'm part of this plenary committee. He's he's absolutely. And some the girl asked him if it was difficult, given his relationship with Punk. He's absolutely. Yeah, he goes absolutely. And as somebody you, who you know, I have a lot of empathy, and I'm grateful for the time he was able to spend. AW. He did a great job for us. So yeah, I wish him the best in the future. Hope that his run and WWE goes well. He said, he said, have I lost Punk as a friend? Probably. Well. He had to do, like, what he had to do. I mean, whether it was right or wrong, I mean, you know. Whether it was right or wrong. Huh? Yeah, I mean, he had to do what he had to do. They had, they had, I mean, AEW as a company had to do what they had to do. I mean, yeah. I think they were kind of surviving even without Punk. Until Edge showed up. I mean, they, wait, did they, they did better numbers than SmackDown did. Dynamite did. Yeah, last week. Raw beat him. Raw beat well, him. I mean, of course Raw's going to beat him. Raw's three hours. 1.88 million? Raw is three hours long, though. Yeah, true. But Dynamite, what, two hours? Yeah. Well, if you're there, it's three hours because you got you got to watch Rampage. If you're, if you're there at the live events. That's true, too. If you're there watching it, you have an extra hour of wrestling to watch it. If you're in the plane, but I mean, at least full gear out drew Russell Dream somehow, some way. I'll go on to that real quick if you want to. Now what now? So full gears pay per view numbers are better than Russell Dreams. Well, I will go and like go ahead and talk into that, and we'll go into. I'll go into talking about the con the. AEW's G1. Yeah. Um, Melcher wrote about 135,000 total people bought full gear. He said, at this point, it could be a little higher. He said, but at least it got 36.3% more. Like, he wasn't, he, he didn't sound like he wanted to say that statement. Like he, the way he wrote it does not sound like he wanted to make that statement right. about how many pay-per-view buys it had. How did it have thirty-five more thirty-five thousand more people than Russell Dream? Uh, that depends. I'm not for sure about how how that happens. Like, would would you would you rather watch Full Gear or Russell Dream? I don't know. Full Gear has some good matches on there. 
But Russell Dream had Zack Sabre Jr., Brian Danielson. Had a lot of great matches on Russell Dream. Yeah. Omega Osprey. No. Russell Dream didn't have Omega Osprey. Oh, Russell Dream. I thought Russell Dream did have Mega Osprey too. No, that was uh, Russell Kingdom. That no. Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. Okay, so how did my question is, how did Brian Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr., Swerve Strickland, Heyman Page, FTR, Ozzy Open, MGF, Righteous, Jericho, Omega, Ibushi? Versus the the family. Cage versus Allen. Hart versus Statlander. Kingston versus Shibata. All of that. How did all of that not draw as not draw more than what Full Gear did? Full Gear made bad decisions booking wise. I. I uh... Well, Full Gear I thought was really good. I thought. Yeah, I thought I thought the was better, booking wise. Full Gear wasn't bad. Do you want to go ahead and go into the Continental Classic, the AWG one, the A one, the A one, not G one, A one, the A one tournament. Well, the Continental, the AW Continental Classic, um, has really been pretty good. Honestly, they've had some pretty good matches on there. If one of the matches tonight happens, what? Danielson and Eddie Kingston. It should happen tonight. Um, Is Danielson fully cleared now? He was fully cleared last week. He couldn't travel, though. He's been fully cleared. He just couldn't travel. Brian Danielson... Comment on comment on his turn during the night, and said, "I had I gone to talk to the doctors. The benefit wearing the eye patch is that the bones are completely healed, but the benefit wearing the eye patch is that I still have a little bit of double double vision. If I, take the, if I take the eye patch off, I get dizzy. The eye patch stops me from getting dizzy. They may want me to wear a protective mask. We'll see. It it, it may end up being a face mask with an eye patch on top of the face mask. Here. I honestly think. I honestly think that he needs to find a replacement. I think he does too, because he said the eye patch comes off tonight. He may get dizzy, so dizzy he may collapse in the ring. I don't think he should wrestle for a little bit. Like I think he needs to find a replacement and be like, let Hangman Page or some someone do it. Yeah, let someone replace him. Rest up, Brian Danielson, for Russell Kingdom. 
But I mean, as far as the matches are concerned, no interference, straight up wrestling between two guys, no seconds, no seconds for managers at ringside. You know, that means for, you know, for some of these guys, you know, like Jay Lethal can't have his, you know, posse with him, can't. You know, Swerve can't have Prince Nana with him. Can't, you know, Jay White can't have his posse with him. I mean, which I think that's very good. You know. Yeah. Um, we thought we were. I thought we were going to have our first draw on Wednesday. Swerve against Jay White. It almost did, but Swerve ended up pulling out the victory. I feel bad for Eddie Kingston because he's not won a match yet. I mean, it's just he just won. I mean, he's just won one. I mean, he hasn't won one yet. He's only like he lost to Brody King, but Brody King's no slouch either. People think that he's just a tag, a tag wrestler or a trios wrestler, which, I mean, he's challenged for the Ring of Honor World Title several times. Yeah. You know, he even said he even said it on the uh, backstage. He was like, the one time, he's like that I get a pinfall victory over the Ring of Honor World Champion, is the one time that he's like the title is not on the line. He's like that figures. He's like, and and that is true. The one time that you get victory over the champion, the title was not on the line. It's not a title match. But I, mean, I don't think Brody King's a slouch. I mean, I just feel bad that you know Eddie Kingston's putting both of the belts on the line, and Eddie Kingston's not won a match yet. Yeah, but this could—I mean, it's not like he can't come back. And for some of these guys, and for someone like if you think about it, what if Jay White were to win? That's his ticket back to New Japan. He might want to stay there. Well, everything sounds like he, does, he doesn't want to be there anymore. I think he may end up winning this whole thing. Go to New Japan and say, screw you, AEW. <laughs> Speaking of AEW, um, CM Punk had a son of NDA. He cannot mention AEW at all. Like, he can't even say, I wasn't AEW. He has to say the other company. I think that's a little messed up. Well, you know, I liked it how MJF, you know, was talking about Samoa Joe, like that Samoa Joe didn't get pushed to being a a champion, a world champion in, like he even said it on the air. He's like in WWE. On the air. Yeah, but CM Punk can't say anything. I know. No, well, you can't, like, they don't say the competitions in, but AEW will say it. They don't care. But the 
problem is Punk can't. Well, WWE don't, wouldn't, I don't think, it's getting to the point now, like, WWE was bad about it. That, and I thought there for a while that a lot of, a, a lot of companies were like this until, you know, like, especially MMA companies were like this. Um, but then whenever I started watching, you know, other, you know, other stuff, you know, their sports and stuff like that, like, I literally thought I was like, well, this ain't right. And I was like, it's just, it's just pro wrestling. I mean, they have mentioned, like, other companies like New Japan and Stardom. WWE has. Yeah, they mentioned stuff like that, but, like... And they have mentioned... They have mentioned AEW. Punk Punk can't say AEW at all, or AEW will sue him. He can't even say outside of of being in the ring. He can't have an interview with somebody and say, oh, when I was in AEW, he can't do that. They have it to where he can't mention those three letters at all in a sentence. I feel like what's going to end up happening is whenever is if Dark Side of the Ring is still around, that's what's going to end up like AEW. Like it's going to be CM Punk versus AEW on Dark Side of the Ring. I want to get into something else, A.W. Wallace, and we'll go back to WWE. Britt Baker. She put on, so the other night, on Twitter, she went, tonight's A.W. Dynamite, MJF live promo time, seven minutes. Christian Cage live promo time, ten minutes. All of 2023 Dynamite. Britt Baker live promo, zero. I believe that. I don't think she's happy. I think something bigger is happening. Breaking news from Dave Melcher. Britt Baker is not refusing to try is refusing to travel with AW. This is from him. Okay. Dave Melcher reports that Britt Baker has missed every dynamite the past few months. He said that when she was last around, she was putting her opponents over. She lost three out of four matches in September prior to her absence. She recently had been critical of the plot promo time she's been given when compared to the top stars of men's division. She took social media, comparing the fact she has zero live minutes on the mic, while MJF and Christian Cage have afforded, have afforded tens of minutes on even on an individual show. Her complaint is more than this. This week's Dynamite, hotter yeah. this, 
feature just 10 minutes of women's wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I think Tony Storm against um, Sky Blue for the women's title is next week on Dynamite. Less than eight minutes for Julia Hart and Emi Sakura for TBS Championship. And a brief brief backstage segment featuring Mariah May. You ready for this? Go ahead. When further to that, when adding up the times a lot of the eight women's world championship matches and the women's championship matches at TBS Championship throughout 2023, a grand total of 15 title matches has happened, lasting 145 minutes of action. Whereas MJF's world championship had eclipsed that time in five defenses within a six-month time period. MJF's five defenses has la- totaling together minutes is 385 minutes in five matches in a six-month period. All women's matches combined for, the cha- for championships has been 15 title matches in 145 minutes. Tony Khan does not care about women wrestling. It shows. He cares more about the men's I wrestling. I think what they're trying women. to do is do something... I honestly think if you, I think, I think that this at world's end, I think we're going to see something big. He's got to fix the women's division. I think we're going to see something big because I mean, they're already fixing the women's division. 10 minutes of women on AEW Wednesday night. Well, right, dude, right now they're doing the they're doing that Continental Classic right now. Well, it's, I mean, still, I mean, I know, but I know what you're saying, but they're still doing that. They're still doing, which that takes up a lot of their time. I mean, yes, but the, pro- but the problem with I see is why does MJF only have five defenses totaling 385 minutes? When the women all together have 15 defenses for all the women's titles, they're equaling 145 minutes of action. That's not right. They're giving, they're giving the men more TV time, more pay-per-view time than the women. Look at full gear. And Britt Baker is leading this brigade. That's a, that's a bad thing. She's leading this. That's what I'm saying, dude. I believe that something big is going to happen at all at World's End. If you would listen to me. What do you think is going to happen? I think Britt Baker is going to be with whoever is with the... I think whoever is under that mask of the devil and the minions. Yeah. Is going to be leading that whole thing. You think it's all woman? No, I th- n- no. You're not listening. Okay. I think there might be two or three women. And I think Britt Baker's one of them. 
Possibly. You know who I think the other one is? Who? Jamie Hayter. Interesting. I still think it's Adam Cole, though. Possibly. I like what Tommy Dreamer said. He said, I don't think AEW needs any, any negative as of today. This is deemed a negative up until if this is the reveal, if this is the reveal we all got, we all got got. If it's not, then it needs to be handled. If it's not handled, there will be more disruptiveness. Tommy Dreamer says Britt Baker's recent tweet criticizing AEW management could work, could work cause disruption in the promo. Could could work cause and cause disruption in the in the promotion. So, if if she is behind the devil mask, right? Yeah. Then we all got God. We all got <coughs> goddess. If she's not. They need to nip it in the butt. Really if the devil mask is Jack Perry, if the devil mask is Jack Perry or somebody else, they need to nip the situation in the butt before it gets bigger. Yeah. Because she's going to lead that brigade. Because all, all the women in the locker room, you know, they look up to her. Yeah. Do you agree with what Tommy Dreamer said said about that? Like that was his thing. If she's behind the double mask, we all got got. But if she's not, and somebody else is, Pentagon needs to nip it in the butt. He needs to stop it. And I also think. Here's my opinion on Brett Baker's situation. I think her losing three out of four matches and not wrestling since September, not being booked since September, has made her mad. What do you think? That's what I'm thinking. And, you know, I'm, that's why I'm saying, like, I think that it's going to be something real big at... At the world yep. end, and if it's not, and then the new year comes, everything changes. Yeah, I think they should take Rampage, wipe it, and make it all woman show. Yeah, give us once a week with the all women wrestle. Dynamite can be for the men, Collision can be for the men, because they barely book any women on either show, anyways. Even when they aren't during the tournament. I still barely book women. Hell, they need to make a, a women's tournament. Like, Every tournament like the Continental Classic. That way we get more women's wrestling. Yeah, because here recently, have you noticed WWE's put a lot more women on television than AEW has? Because of that. And they're going to be announcing another all-women's pay-per-view evolution, too. I haven't heard about that one. Yeah, the, the, apparently that's why Stephanie was at Survivor Series. 
she was there to talk to talk to Hunter and everybody about doing a woman's pay-per-view. Because I think the what reports I've seen is that Stephanie's going to be leading the women's division. Stephanie's back in the WWE. Well, that's good. And I, I think, and I think with that, I think AEW needs to hire a woman to lead a women's division. Because everybody backstage doing stuff is men. No, they got some women. They got women back there doing stuff. But I, I think they need that big presence. Like Stephanie's a big presence in the WWE. Well, I don't think Stephanie was really. I think Stephanie was just visiting. She was just ringside. Reports from ringside news and sports key and everything was reported that she's back in the office and Stanford. Yeah, but I just heard that she was just at ringside. Because she was seen in. Yeah, but I can't believe most of the stuff what ringside ringside news. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying though, like it's she was reported that she, it was reported that she was spotted outside the the W headquarters the other day. Well, I'm pretty sure her husband. I mean, her husband works there, so. Well, she was seen with Nick Khan. Well, I mean, I'm sure she's friends with Nick Khan too. Well, yeah, but I mean, people were looking into it and saying, "Hey, she could be signing back with them because Endeavor wanted her back." Since the Vincent isn't there anymore, Vincent hasn't been seen in the building since they opened the new building up. Maybe she is back. Maybe if she's not back, they maybe AEW should go hire her to lead the women's division. Do they have enough women's wrestlers to do their own women's show? AEW? Yeah, they got enough women. Well, good. Then maybe they can use them. Uh, AW has followed a trademark for East West Express. You know more about that than I. Yeah, do. that's uh, Nick Wayne's tag team uh, name with uh, Jordan Oliver in GCW and other, other promotions too, I believe. I'm not sure all the promotions. So we could see them teaming again. That's good. Jordan Oliver could be signed. Yeah, I mean, could be, that, that could happen. Um, I do want to go over a couple of things. I do want to go over the World Tag League stuff. If you want to talk about that. For I really don't want to go over World Tag League right now. Oh, yeah. The close towards like the end of it or whatever. Yeah. We'll, uh, yeah. Bare Knuckle Fight Club tonight. Yeah. King of Violence title between Mike Perry and Eddie Alvarez. Who do you think is going to win that? Oh, God. I think, I think Mike Perry will win it. I agree with that. Something else I want to bring up. I posted it yesterday, I think. Um, 
So I posted it up yesterday, day before yesterday, I think. Day before ye- yesterday. Will Ospreay turn down a seven-figure deal with TNA to sign with AEW? Yeah, I've seen that. That was very dumb. Well, it depends on what all came in the deal. So I mean, that, the only thing that able- we knew that was a seven-figure deal. Yeah. Well, I know with AEW, he was, he's able to wrestle in New Japan. He's able to live in the UK. Yeah. He's not able to. I I'm not sure what else is an AEW deal. I know that Impact deal, the TNA deal, it was a seven figure deal, and that he'd be world champion. Which I think, like, he would be on a world champion on a bigger scale with with AEW. Yeah, I agree with that. He'd be a big on um, bigger scale in AEW. Which. I just don't like what Osprey said that he trusted Tony Khan with his character and his aura. I wouldn't mind seeing, uh, and I seen something today that uh, showed a graphic for the next uh, for the All In pay per view. Yeah, and it was uh, the main event being Swerve, the champion, the AEW World Champion. Taking on Will Ospreay. That wouldn't be a bad matchup now because, like, they actually fought whenever they were younger and they were both skinny. Yeah. They're both cruiserweights. Now they're heavyweights and they're a whole lot better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd be a good match, but. Um. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him saying he trusts Tony Khan with his character and his aura. I mean, if he wants to trust him, then let him do it. Uh, yeah. Um, AW Serena Deeb has, took took to Instagram to reveal she suffered three seizures since last October. That kept her out of the ring, but she wants to return. Yeah, I've seen something about that too. That was crazy. Probably she's had three really bad seizures since October last year. That's what kept her out. One of them hospitalized her, but she wants to return to wrestle. That's a bad idea, I think. Well, it depends on how, you know, how they are. I mean, how she is now. I mean, she's doing better. Yeah, she's doing better now than, yeah. I mean, if she hasn't had one since, if she hasn't had one in a while... what she said. Since last October, I've had a series of three unprovoked seizures. This has been a traumatic time period in my, for me in my life. affected my career and affected my life. Also said her neurologist has said that she has recovered and she is now cleared to wrestle, but a hard enough knock to the head caused her to go into another seizure. Well, they may want to watch, I mean, they do may want to watch it. Because if she gets hit, hit in the head hard enough, she can go another another seizure unprovoked. Yeah. And if she goes to a seizure in the middle of a wrestling ring, an AEW, that's some lawsuit. That's some legality stuff. Right well, there. I mean, if something like that happens, I mean, the doctors are always right there. 
Yeah. And that's what I like about right there. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's why I like that about, about AEW. They at least had doctors out there that care on their like Brian Danielson. Instantly, doctors were there. The John Moxie thing, on the other hand, that wasn't that. We're not going into that one. Well, actually, the doctor was right there after that. Like, never. Yeah, after. But it's there. I mean, they were there. And the audible was called whenever that happened, anyways. Yeah. Um, Dana White. So, that's the last thing. Dana White accused Miss Fitzboxing of being lying mother. Over prom cards, pay per view sales. Um, Dana White went on the Nelk Boys podcast and was talking and said, let me tell you this. Let me tell you how hard it is to sell 1.3 million pay-per-view buys. If you did sell 1.3, if you sold 700,000 pay-per-view buys, they'd be putting on 10, uh, putting on 10 fights per year, he said. When you hear those kind of numbers fly around a pay-per-view world, they're lying. Don't ever believe it. They're a clown show. Let's see where that... Wait a minute. Look it up on here. Real fast. Uh. They They didn't talk about and said like he didn't... He didn't know Dylan Dennis was fighting on that card. Like, Dana White, you want to call Misfits Boxing a clown show? You run a slap fight league. Like, you run a league where people slap each other across the face really, really hard and give each other CTE and concussions bad. Like, who's the clown show? I mean, for real, dude. If they sold 1.3 million pay-per-view buys, they sold 1.3 pay-per-view buys. I believe they did. I really do. I think they did sell it. Um, I don't see it on here. What? I'm looking. The post? No, I'm just kind of looking on here, like... I'm looking under the pay-per-view buys under, like, on Tapology. And, of course, you know, I'm just looking and stuff like that. Of course, you don't even show it on here. Um, did Kurto post it? Um, they said, Mr. Pay-per-view sold, sold 1.3 million buys. Hang on a minute. I'm going to look up on Wikipedia... See what they did, what it did. Apparently, merchandise sold 32 million. Let's see. So, Mm. 
Okay. I can't tell what that one did. No. All of a sudden. I do want to give a congratulations to Alexa Bliss for having her baby. Yeah, who else had a baby? Oh, uh, uh, Ty Mello and um, Sammy Guevara. Oh, yeah. Um... You have anything else? Let me see. I was trying to see. Oh, Mackenzie Mitchell was released. Who? Today. Oh, yeah, yesterday. Mackenzie Mitchell, Mackenzie Mitchell was released yesterday. Yeah, no, I think a lot of other people were too, but. Yeah, I think she's the biggest one, though. Well, I think that's the only one that was, like, really known. Uh, I was going to look at the uh, Tyson Fury card and see what that one did let's see what that one did uh, yeah of course not they're not going to tell me what that fucking did of course not. Maybe I'll look it up. They're not going to let me know what that fucking did. Hang on a minute. I think the last time I looked, I think it did like 1.3 million. That uh, the KSI Fury fight. Which wasn't bad. But... Whenever you get done looking what you're going to look up, I'm going to probably use the bathroom because. Well, I mean, we can go ahead and end it here if you want this hour and three minutes. Yeah, I need to go ahead and get use the bathroom, dude. Well, all right, everybody. This has been Russ and May. We will see you guys again next week. And possibly live tonight for the uh, boxing event. Possibly. But you got, hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Have a great rest of your week. This is Marissa May. Y'all have a great rest See of the day. See y'all.